What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast. I am your host, Connor Duffy. Hope everybody's having a tremendous day. Um, before I get this episode started, just wanted to say if you or a loved one needs help with substance abuse, you need help getting into treatment, you need help getting sober, whatever the case may be, you can reach out to me at any time. My number is 203-917-8862. That is 203-917-8862. So um, something that's on my mind tonight, <laughs> usually uh, usually I'd be saying today, but I am jamming in this episode. Um, it has been a crazy busy week. It is about midnight at the time of this recording. Already missed an episode on Thursday, so I did not want to miss one for tomorrow, but it's been an insane week. But what is on my mind tonight is why relapse isn't the answer. Why relapsing is never the answer and it won't ever be the answer. Um, Now, it's not to say that relapses don't happen because they most certainly do. And um, I mean, the, the statistics are staggering. I mean, I think like I think like literally like 99, 99.9 or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, most people do not get sober on their first attempt because addiction's fucking hard, man. You know, it is, it's really, it's really brutal, you know? And, um, the, the scary part about addiction is it speaks to us in our own voice. And what I mean by that is, when we have these thoughts of getting high and, and these patterns um, have been so entrenched in our, in our minds that it's very easy for us to convince ourselves why picking up a drink, picking up a bag, getting high again, seems like a really good idea. And it doesn't always come in an obvious matter in an obvious form. You know, uh, it, it doesn't always come in the, in the form of, hey, I want to get high and I'm going to go and pick up this bag. No, a lot of times it comes in, a, in through the back door and camouflaged in, a, in an enticing idea, something that seems harmless. And it could be as simple as going to a wedding when maybe you're not ready to be in an environment like that. Or um, going to see an old friend that really isn't that bad of an influence, but maybe they're not the best type of person you hang around with, but it's easy to think, oh, well, I just, you know, I'm curious what this person's up to and I just want to see how they're doing. And um, before you know it, you're in a position where you're vulnerable and, and where you're just not strong enough to kind of handle these types of things. Um, you know, and, and so there's a lot of different ways that relapsing can come to the surface. And it doesn't always happen either when things are going bad, you know, it doesn't always happen when um, things are looking grim and, and you're having a tough time or it's been a rough day. Sometimes it happens when things are going great and you really got your confidence. You you, uh, you kind of let your guard down a little bit because you think that you got this. And that was something that I um, definitely experienced in my first year. I got this, you know. Usually when, when people are saying, I got this, it means you don't got it. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to, it's hard to see that when you're in it, you know, because a lot of times, man, things can be going good and you're just coasting and then boom, 
before you know it, you're in a spot where you're like, oh shit, you know? And, uh, and then it looks really enticing. And, um, before you know it, you're doing something that you regret. So, um, some things that I want you to, and, and listen, and then on the flip side, there's plenty of times where life can be really hard. A lot of shit is going on. Maybe family problems, problems with your, with a relationship. Schoolwork is hard and overwhelming. Um, work could be really hard. Death in the family, whatever the case may be, life just kind of happens, right? Life just kind of, sometimes life isn't, uh, life, sometimes life isn't fair and, and the one thing that you can guarantee yourself is that expect the unexpected. So, and when these things happen, having a drink, taking a pill, hanging out with some old friends and getting a release, it can seem really attractive, you know, and um, it comes in all different shapes, sizes and angles. And the truth of the matter is, just like the title of this episode is relapse isn't the answer. It will never be the answer because no matter what is going on in your life, whether you're in a good mood, you're in a bad mood, things are really uh, tough. Things are going great and anything in between. The truth of the matter is that there is never going to be a problem in your life that will make getting high seem like a valid option in the big picture. Now in the short term, we're wired a certain way where we're used to the instant gratification. And a lot of times we're so fixated on the short term gains that we are completely ready to throw away our long term, what we've worked for and, and, and what we're continuing to work for. And what I've noticed too is when you get the fuck it, this is the most dangerous place to be. And this doesn't happen to everybody, but when you get to a place where things have been going bad for long enough, you haven't been hanging out with the right people, you haven't been talking with your support network, um, you're not going to meetings, you're not going to your outpatient, you haven't been listening to, to uh, content or podcasts about recovery and it just hasn't been going on in your life, you don't have a structure, you don't have a routine, and you just you're just at your boiling point, you get to the fuck it's that's when relapse sounds like a really good idea. The problem is the drugs and the and the alcohol at this point, it just compounds the issue. It's not gonna make it go away. Your problems are gonna be there whether you like it or not. And although it can see it could it could really be tempting to have a temporary release the truth of the matter is, man, it's just going to make your problems so much worse. And that short-term fixation on that relief is disguised. It's disguised as a solution. But there's a lot of, of pain, misery, and sorrow behind that that follows. <coughs> Excuse me. And... One of the things I really like to do is play the tape through. There's a saying in AA, and, and uh, you know, it's playing the tape through. What's going to happen after you get high? What's going to happen after you pick up that bag? 
you know, sure, you want to you be fixated on the short-term gains and the instant gratification, but what's going to happen tomorrow when you wake up? You know what I'm saying? What are you going to feel like the next day? I've had a lot of close calls. I mean, well, don't get me wrong. I've had relapse in my story, right? When I was 19, I had nine months clean, and I, and I relapsed. Threw away nine months. You know, so I, I've been here before, too. But I've also been on the fence where I've had some really close calls um, during this eight-year span, particularly in my first year, and even a really, really close call into my second year. And one of the things I'm most grateful for, trust me, I, I don't have the perfect recovery, and there's been plenty of downfalls, and there's been plenty of errors in my judgment, and... and uh, and character defects and things I, I constantly um, need to work on and continue to work on, and, and that will always be the case for me. So definitely don't want to definitely don't want to make it sound like I have the perfect recovery because nobody does. We're all works in progress. But one of the biggest things I'm I'm most grateful for is that I never ended up relapsing in, during this span because you never know when you go back out. This is just the truth. I know for a fact that I have another run in me. I have an I have an opportunity to get high. Everybody does. If you're alive and breathing and you're listening to this right now, you have another run in you. You know it's possible. But the problem is is you don't know if you have another recovery. You don't know if you're going to get another shot. Because a lot of people die out there thinking that, oh, this is going to be my last time. You know, oh, if I could just escape this one night. This would be it. This is just this one time. This won't hurt. And then they fucking die. Period. Done. You don't get another chance. It's guaranteed that we all have the option to go back out. But you are not guaranteed that you have the option to come back. That's fucked up. That's scary. A lot of people wish that they never went back out. Because they're not here anymore. You know what I'm saying? A lot of family members have to then carry the burden of, of losing somebody that they love and care about. I mean, how many people are probably listening to this right now that you know somebody who died? You think that they meant to do that? Most people don't. Sure, sometimes people do know what they're, know what they're doing and, and uh, sometimes people don't want to make it. But most of the time, it's not the case. And you just think, man, you know, just one more time. That's it. And you keep saying one more time, one more time, last time until you're gone. And it really is the last time. And it ain't, and it ain't the way that you meant it. You know, so some things I want you to think about. When you are having these thoughts and these cravings and these urges or, or you find yourself in a vulnerable spot where you think that this is a good option for you relapsing um you know there's some things that you got to really think about and it's really simple right you just come up with some who who what where when why questions really simple you just just who what where when why questions and when it comes to relapse it's where are you going to end up like play it through oh before i even get to that 
<laughs> Shit, man. Sometimes I can just go off on a tangent. I totally forget. <laughs> I totally forget where I was calling, coming from. The the phrase I like play the tape through is <laughs> I started on that and I didn't get to finish my train of thought. That probably happens to me a lot. Um, play the tape through means don't just focus on what is going to happen now, but, but what's going to happen later. What's going to happen the next day, and next week, and next month, next year. And that's just assuming that you're going to survive. But you think it looks attractive and it's and you're able to romanticize it because you're focused on that hour of, of relief. But what about the next day? What about the people that love you and care about you? What about your job? What about your family? What about your kids? You know, what's going to happen when you're in that cycle of obsessing again? You can't just stay fixated on the short-term results. You gotta, you gotta look at the full picture. Because a lot of people, when they're romanticizing, getting high, they're focused on what it was like when they were younger, when you were first starting. The problem is, is that you usually pick up right where you left off. You don't go back. You don't go back to how it was when you were first starting. You pick up, boom, like right where it was. And I know that for a fact. I know that's how it was for me. And it doesn't, or maybe if you don't get there right away, it doesn't take long, you know? So the who, what, where, when, why questions, right? Who will you disappoint if you end up relapsing? These are things that play the tape through, right? You got to think about it. Who will you end up disappointing? Who are the people in your life that you're going to have to face if you end up going back out. And honestly, it ain't even just about the first person you should be thinking of is yourself. Because we don't get we don't get clean or remain clean for other people. It could be like an ignition starter. It could be like in the beginning, maybe you're getting sober for a family member, or getting family for a loved one. But somewhere along the way, it's got to turn to us. It's got to be for ourselves because it's our life and people come and go, including our loved ones and our close ones. It's always got to be us because sometimes people are going to let us down and we've got to remain strong. It has to be us. So who will you disappoint? You're going to be disappointing yourself. There wasn't one single time where I thought about relapsing. And I woke up the next morning and I, and I, and let's say I didn't, right. I made it through the night and I didn't get high. And I, and I know ne I've never said, damn, I wish I got high last night. <laughs> it never fucking happened ever. You want to know why? Cause cravings and urges, they come, but they don't stay. Not if you're, not if you're talking with people, not if you're being honest with, with others, with where you're at. Not if you let go of resentment and you start to work on yourself. Now, Sometimes cravings and urges do stick around for a while. Don't make them, you know, no mistake about it. But, but eventually it does turn. It does change. But we've got to be willing to help ourselves, you know. So who will you disappoint? Yourself, your family, all that. You got to write. You got to write this list of names down. And you got to think about how their lives are going to be impacted by your choice if you end up relapsing. How does that look different for them and for yourself? So then the what's, right? That's a who. 
the what questions. What will it accomplish? Now, the obvious question is, I mean, the obvious answer to that question would be it'll accomplish some relief. It'll accomplish some escape for a little bit. But what else will that accomplish? What comes, what comes with that? There's a trap door at the bottom of that, of that um, solution. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's not the end of it. You're focused on what it will accomplish for the hour or two. But what about the rest? You know what I'm saying? What's the best result that will happen? This is another big thing. What is the best result that will happen from you getting high again? The absolute best case scenario, and listen carefully, because this is something that has helped me tremendously in my recovery, is just this fact alone, that the absolute best case scenario, if I go out and I get high again, or I go out and I drink, the best thing that will ever happen to me is that I end up right back where I am now that I have the chance to get clean again and that I come back and I start my recovery path again. That's the best fucking case scenario. <laughs> like what, what else do you need to hear? Why would you go back and take 10 steps back when you know that someday the best case scenario is you end up exactly where you already are. You're already here. You're already down. You're already down the path right now. Now it's just your now it's just your job to stay the course. That's it. Just don't drive off the fucking tracks. That's what you have to focus on right now. Something else that I really like to think about is like, man, sometimes you just gotta grind out the day, and sometimes your end goal at the end of the day just needs to be, man, I just need to get the bed sober. You know what I'm saying? If I can get to bed sober, no matter how much of a shitty day this has been, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter how overwhelming things might be, if I can lay my head on the pillow at night and I was sober today, that's a good day. You know? Do not let an unraveling day or an unraveling week, month, etc., be the reason that, that it, or the excuse to make a shitty decision. <coughs> Excuse me. It's important. It's having some, it's having some discipline and having some foresight, you know, like that one day, man, I'm going to wish I never did this. That right now in this moment, I feel like using, but man, there's a, there's a, a future me a month from now or a week from now or tomorrow that really wishes that I never use. And if you know that and you truly accept that, then just don't talk about it with people. Sleep it off. Halt, right? What I talked about in the last episode, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Maybe sometimes you just need a little bite to eat. Sometimes you're pissed off and you just need to cool off a little bit. Maybe you're lonely, maybe you're tired, you know what I'm saying? So, um, who, what, where, when, why? Where are you going to end up? What's the end results? Now, what's the worst case scenario, right? Where are you going to end up? Jails, institutions, and death. And this is what this is what addiction leads to. There's just no mistake about it. And there's long intervals of misery in between. 
You're not going back to your happy place. You're not going back to where you were when you were fucking 14, 15, 16 years old. When you were getting out with your friends and, you know, fell in love for the first time with, with using. It ain't like that no more. It's dark. It's ugly. It ain't fun. It ain't pretty. So get that picture out of your head. Where are you going to end up? What path is this now going to put you on? Where can you end up uh, end up being after using jails, institutions, and death? That's it. You end up locked up. You end up in rehab. Rehab is one of the best best scenarios that can happen to you. Or you end up dead. This happens to a lot of people. You know, you just think, man, I just want to use for a little bit longer. And you just take a hot shot and boom, that's it. You're done. Happens that quickly. Scary. It's crazy. Happens all the time. <coughs> God damn. I got something stuck in my throat. And I'm too and I'm too lazy to edit these episodes. I just won't do it. I'm just way too stubborn. So you're gonna have to bear with me with my coughing and the cars driving by and all that. Um, when, who, what, where, when, when will you get better if now isn't the time? This is really, really important. When will you get better? When is it your time to get clean? If it's not right now, just think about that. If you're choosing to relapse and you choose to go back now, granted, I'm not here beating up people that have already relapsed because I'm not judging. I've, I've relapsed in my story, right? But if you're teetering, if you're on the fence and you're thinking about it and you have the, the option of choice right now before you make this decision, you know, th these are the things you need to be thinking about. If you're not willing to get better now, when is the fucking time? Like, think about it. If you just think about how ridiculous that is. To say to yourself that right now isn't the time, you know, right now isn't the time to like make a good decision for myself, <laughs> like to, to make, to turn my life around and continue to step, getting sober and, and continuing to grow. Because even when things are going tough, by making the choices of that we need to, of, of staying clean, even though it's hard, these are times of growth, man. We learn a lot when we get through the hard times. There's a lot to be said about somebody who can get through cravings and urges the right way, you know, not bottling things up and, and holding things inside and like white knuckling it, but being able to get through these hard times and fight through these cravings and urges in a healthy way, man, it helps our growth big time. But if right now isn't the time to get better, if right now in your life isn't the time to get sober, when is? And if you say, if you can honestly, if, if you're being honest with yourself, the answer is always right now. Right now is always the time to get clean or to stay clean. 100%. You know what I mean? Otherwise, what are we, what are we doing? I mean, we, we've proven to ourselves that we can't handle getting high or drinking the safe way. It just doesn't work that way for us anymore. Not if you're like me. 
Um, I was a beast. I was an animal. <laughs> there is no, I had to smash the idea that I can use safely. And that's another thing that you can bullshit yourself into. Oh, it'll be different this time. Eh, it won't be that bad. I'll be able to control it. You're full of shit. There's no way. It's not. You've tried it. How many times? Doesn't work that way, man. Once you're a pickle, you ain't a cucumber no more. That's it. You turned. You made the transformation. Sorry, but <laughs> I'll make the rules, you know? At least I'll speak for myself. That's how it was for me. I, I know I'm I know I'm no freaking cucumber no more. I'm a pickle, bro. I turned. That's it. There is no moderation for me. And I'm okay with that. And I've accepted that. Um who, what, where, when, and why? Why are you willing to allow a temporary emotion or feeling to derail you? Right? Have some perspective. Put things in perspective right now. That Whatever it is that you're going through in this moment, it's not forever. It's just not. There's a yin and yang to everything. The fact that you're feeling bad right now means someday you're going to feel good. If you work towards it and you have a positive perspective and you look at the world with abundance and that good things are going to come to you. Now, I'm not saying it's easy to think like this, but that's why you're listening to my fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, let me change your perspective a little bit. Bad times pass. Good times pass. Everything passes. That's one of the beauties about life, right? It's ever-changing. You expect the unexpected. And that's okay. That's what makes life worth it, right? If we always knew what was going to happen, what was going to come next, life would be boring as hell. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine living a life where you knew exactly what was going to happen for the rest of your life? What would be the point of living so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because no matter what is going on, you don't know how this time could be serving you. You might, you might perceive what's going on now as a bad time and you're having these cravings, these urges, things might be going on. You think that getting high or relapsing is an option for you, but I'm telling you it's not. <coughs> Man, there is something stuck in my throat and it is really pissing me off. <laughs> um... But you cannot allow this emotion, this temporary feeling to derail your future. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. No matter how you, you try to dress it up, and no matter how you try to make it seem like it's okay. Don't justify bad behavior. You know, your mind will play tricks on you into thinking that it's okay. It's not. You got to see it through. And that's okay. That's what makes us, that's what makes life worth it, man. Being able to look back on times that, that we get through when it could have been really easy to give up and it could have been easy to get a bag, could have been easy to get high, get, you know, get drunk. It's, it's not, it's not where you want to be. It's not going to put you on a path that you're going to be proud of. And sometimes, like, you really got to look at your future self and be like, man, you know, a month from now, would I be okay with this? Would I be happy with this decision? And this takes a lot of restraint. This isn't easy, you know. It's not easy to do this when you're caught up in the moment. 
things are happening fast and you just want to say F because I've been there, man. I, I really have. And especially, especially my younger self, man, I had some serious, serious anger issues. And although effort was easy, saying effort was real simple, real easy, short, and I didn't care if it was rational or not, I always paid the consequences. Sure, it was easy, but the consequences did come. And eventually I had to pay the piper, and eventually I had to pay for my decision making. So a part of our growth and recovery is being able to take a step back, being able to see the bigger picture. Now, the tricky part is you, you don't even know what the bigger picture is, but this is a part of having faith in the process. I had an episode on that. It's called Having Faith in the Process, I believe. And it's earlier, I don't know, it was probably, I don't know, what, 10, let's say 10 episodes ago. But part of having faith in the process is having faith that things are going to work out. And the reason why I say this is because when you know that things are going to work out, it's just a matter of time. You don't understand how things are happening for you right now. When I look back on my life, I mentioned this a lot and, and it's really changed my life that having this perspective. When I look back on my life, the best things that ever happened to me were the worst things in the moment. The worst things. The five most influential days of my life were awful in the moment. I mean, it was hell on earth for me. You know? Game-changing, life-changing events, which were my undoing, most of them. And I would have told you, I would have swore to you that this was going to define my life, right? A bunch of different times. Now that I have some perspective and I've been able to see how my life has changed and how my life has moved from these events, I can clearly, clearly see that those times were the best things that could have ever happened to me. But I would have never told you that in the moment. So what does that mean? It means I don't know shit. It means I don't know anything. I don't know what is good for me. I don't know what is bad for me. Because if when, when I was 18, if I got all the things that I wanted in life, I would have probably ended up dead. Right? And I would have told you in the moment, oh, this is great. I would have all the money in the world. I would have had all the drugs in the world. I would have had all the girls, whatever the case may be. And I would have eliminated it up. And I would have guaranteed you I wouldn't be here today. So what does that mean? It means in any given moment, you have no idea what is actually good for you or bad for you. Because there is a bigger picture for you that you cannot see. This is really important to understand this. This is why you have to have faith in the process. Have to have faith even when things aren't easy. Having faith isn't being okay with bad situations. It's still working hard towards getting better. But it's having, but it's understanding that things will turn eventually in its own time. And this is hard because we're typically we're impatient people and we want things now because we're used to instant gratification, which is the total opposite of patience and acceptance and faith. Yeah, you know, it's not rocket science here. 
but but relapsing I can promise will never get you to where you want to go now it's in a lot of people's stories and stuff it's certainly in mine but it doesn't have to be because you're never guaranteed to get a foot back into where you are right now and you're not guaranteed to be able to get another shot at recovery so with that um, I hope everybody has a fantastic day. Um, if you or a loved one needs help and you're looking for uh, looking for resources to get clean, I will definitely help you in any way I can. Um, give me a call. The number is 203-917-8862. 203-917-8862. All right, guys. I'll see you on the next one.